It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. And now. And now, back to Hale Varsity Radio. Good stuff from Java Chamberlain. Wonderful overview of the MLB postseason. Get the podcast, Spotify, iTunes, Google Play with Hale Varsity Radio, the Hale Varsity YouTube channel. Gary Barnett talks some college football with us to get our two going. Brandon Vogel of Counter Read joined us in our one. Elijah Herbal, Chris Schmidt, we say hi to Daddy Burke. And uh, at Danny Burke 5 is where you find him on Twitter. Danny, tell everybody about your website. And I see on Twitter at Danny Burke 5, brother, uh, doing uh, all sorts of insight with games, picks, insight, and insider thoughts. And, dude, you got a whole smorgasbord to pick. You got baseball postseason. You've got Thursday night football with Denver and Kansas City, plus the NFL weekend and some college football. Where are you uh, focused right now? Yeah, so the website, uh, birdspeed.com, like you said, we're kind of going all over the place. I mean, October, uh, traditionally known as the best sports month, and especially when it comes to betting, because you get all the four major sports to choose from. Still waiting on basketball, but honestly, it's kind of one of those that I'm going to wait a little bit to delve into regardless. But, uh, yeah, hockey back in the mix. Hockey is one of my favorite sports to bet on. So even though I've just been getting absolutely pummeled with these brutal beats with the first two bets I had in hockey, I'm still going back to the board with it tonight. Uh, I took the Stars to win in regulation at about minus a buck twenty-seven. So, of course, this means they win throughout the first three periods. It's the first game, which could be a little fluky. So that's why I'm taking a little bit more security as opposed to going with the puck line, which you would traditionally do with a team that's a bigger favorite. So uh, that's what I did with the Stars tonight against the Blues. Big goalie advantage with Ottinger in favor of Dallas as opposed to Bennington and the Blues. And the Stars offense is just prolific. And St. Louis had a bottom tier defense last year. And frankly, they didn't do much to change that heading into this season. So that's what I rolled with with hockey tonight, guys. And that, uh, man, I mean, this one, I don't know if it's a little bit uh, more of just kind of my heart, but uh, also just based on the price and so many other factors for the postseason game tonight, I had to go with the Phillies. I I mean, that price got up to like plus 135, and I think I stabbed at it at plus 132. I I get the thought should be that the best team in baseball should bounce back tonight. And I love Spencer Strider, man. He's a guy who wraps the mustache and Spencer Strider. I, I, you know, he's been a fan favorite of mine. But he kind of tends to shallow himself in the limelight, right? I mean, he, he really doesn't show you what he's capable of in a lot of other outings that we see. And, look, in the regular season, he has been phenomenal against the Philadelphia Phillies. In the postseason in a couple matchups, the last start, not bad. Another one uh, the year prior, uh, not so good. But... Suarez is taking the bump for the Phillies. Not the best numbers, but what Philadelphia is going to do, guys, is like they did in the first game, put him about three innings in the game, let him see the order one time through, hopefully he can do his job like he's done numerous times against the Braves, and then let the bullpen take care of the rest. And throughout the postseason thus far, Philadelphia's bullpen has only allowed, I think, three earned runs 
and they have been tremendous, which is a little bit of a shocker. Not the best bullpen heading into the playoffs, but they're stepping up when they need to. And I know that last game was kind of the Arcia comment game, but I think a lot of that fire will still kind of carry over. And more importantly, I mean, this home field advantage at Citizen Bank Park, I mean, that is just wild there. I think they're really going to let Strider hear it. And long story short, again, I think this is somewhat of a coin flip in this spot, so that's why I'm looking at this price of plus 130 or above and going, how, do you, how are you not taking a stab at that as opposed to laying minus 150 in a spot where I already feel a little bit shaky with some of their guys and just because this is really tough for them with their backs against the wall. So, yeah, those are the two plays I got tonight, and those are a couple of the other sports aside from football I've been focusing in on. Danny Burke is with us here, Burke's Best Bets. And, Danny, I'm seeing the line for Bryce Harper home runs tonight at .5. Should I take the over? Should I, I expect that disrespect card to be pulled yet again by Bryce Harper and expect another big game? What, what's the price you see if you have that available? What are they dishing out to you, Elijah? It looks like uh, plus 400 on the over. Okay. I'd actually, I, I thought they'd kind of screw you and put it a little bit lower. Personally, I'm not someone who chases those as much. But, hey, if you're just kind of, you know, looking for a little bit of a fun bet to have, big-time players make big-time plays in the biggest stages. So we did that yesterday. He had a pair of them, so that makes you think it would be really <laughs> difficult for him to do it one more time. But, I'm not going to talk anybody out of uh, banking on Harper to go yard again. And, Danny, I asked you that question because I was trying to avoid the inevitable Thursday night football discussion with my Denver (laughs) Broncos tonight. Ten and a half is the line. I wouldn't touch it with a 10-foot pole because weirdness happens on Thursday night football. It's either going to be a blowout or a Broncos win. I don't know what it's going to be, but (laughs) weirdness will ensue tonight. What's your take on Thursday night football? Yeah, I kind of think you put it perfectly, right? Like, the Broncos are going to be in it to the very end, or they just get embarrassed once again. Yeah. And much like I was embarrassed last week, backing your team for the second time this year. First was against the Commanders, and then the second time was like, look, I get what I deserve. I knew that going into it. It doesn't make it any less painful. So I'm officially done with your Broncos until otherwise. But believe it or not, I've actually seen some respected betters uh, backing Denver in this spot. And I think kind of like you said, though, like Thursday nights are always a little wonky, the wind is going to play a factor in this game, too, so that could limit the offense to Kansas City enough to where, you know, covering 10 to 11 points is somewhat feasible for Denver. But the way I would have looked at this, and the number moved a little bit, so that's why I didn't end up playing it, I would have went with Patrick Mahomes under 35-and-a-half pass attempts because if you think that the Chiefs do air more on the side of blowing out Denver. Well, at some point, they're going to stop throwing the ball. They're not going to want to put the strain on Mahomes when they don't need to. That's what you've seen in a couple of the spots where he hasn't had to throw it in closer games. Uh, The Bears being one of them. I don't think it's going to be like that, but somewhere in that region. And just because of the win, makes it more difficult throwing. You know, Kelsey's maybe banged up. All right, they can't do the traditional offense they want to. So, knowing how bad Denver's defense is, I don't think they'll fret if they have to rely on the run more. Jacko's been a stud, so I think they'll be comfortable doing that. And that would have been the one prop I would have circled out. It's scary to bet and under with Mahomes first and foremost. But secondly, I think the number ended up moving down at a lot of spots at 34.5. So I stayed away there, guys, but that would have been the one angle I would have pursued. Feels like every single starting running back the Broncos have run into this year has had their best game of the year against the Broncos. So I'd look at the Pacheco (laughs) over on rushing yards just maybe. I'm no expert here, but I've watched the Broncos enough to know. Danny Burke with us, burksbeat.com at Danny Burke 5 as uh, we're talking uh, gambling and uh, games. Danny, is there another NFL game you're looking at? Seattle, Cincy, that's a t- 
tight, tight line. You've got Detroit at Tampa. Also a field goal, but no hook there. Anything that's uh, piquing your interest? Yeah, so I made a play, and I'll have a write-up about this tomorrow, but I made a play on the Colts against the Jaguars. So this is the second time these division opponents are facing off against each other. And don't forget, Jacksonville just played back-to-back games overseas. And so that's a tough coming home in the first place, you would imagine. And secondly, going up against a division opponent. And then thirdly, going up against a division opponent for the second time in a span of about a month. Now, James Dyke has really done a tremendous job with this offense. The issue, yeah, no Anthony Richardson, so he may not be able to conduct the offense he wants to. But I am still a fairly big supporter of Gardner Menchu. I don't think he's electric. I don't think he makes him better. But I don't necessarily think he makes him worse. He's a pretty consistent and precise quarterback, and we've seen that on display already this year. Now, I'm as big of a Trevor Lawrence fan as anybody because i got a couple MVP tickets on him, and I'd love for them to win because of that, sure. But if we're looking at this just in this spot solely, I would have made this game at three, Mm -hmm. and I ended up snagging the number at about four in the hook. So I'd like the Colts in that spot would play it till about four. I wouldn't really risk going with a three and a half because the four has been available all week. And then speaking of four guys, I haven't done anything here, but... Danny, hang on. Hang on. I got a hard break. We'll get you on the other side. Hang tight. Hang tight. And now... And now... Back to Hale Varsity Radio. One final time, a Thursday podcast is available for you. Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, Hale Varsity Radio. Subscribe, follow. Also, the Hale Varsity YouTube channel can watch the show there. Big thanks to... Jabba Chamberlain, Coach Gary Barnett, Brandon Vogel, and Danny Burke with us here at Danny Burke 5, BurksBeat.com. Danny, I cut you off like an a-hole. I'm sorry about that. Uh, I need you to continue on with this suggestion here between Jayville and Indy. You were talking minus four and a half. The, the number right now seems a little bit low. No, yeah, you're good. So with the Indian Jacksonville game, took the points with the Colts, the one that I was getting into, and that's my bad, Schmidt. No, you're good. I, I should I should know these breaks still by now. <laughs> I still have them ingrained in my memory, so that's on me. But Baltimore, uh, I, I am liking this spot with them, even though they have looked very, very rocky. Look, Tannehill's been awful. Lamar in a lot of analytical departments. Not that much better than Tannehill, but we know he is. And he's been getting shafted like he always does because of the lack of weapons. But I think his guys will figure it out, especially against one of the league's worst pass defenses. So Baltimore also overall like the second-best defense in the NFL. I don't have the numbers in front of me, but they have been great in terms of the defensive side of the ball. So I'm going to wait to see where this line moves. Maybe we get to three and a half. But I'm definitely itching to make a bet with Baltimore. And then finally, guys, I'll leave you with this. Monday night. Even though, much like the Broncos, they typically cause me pain, I think I might have to take the plus money here with the Chargers. <laughs> I love me some Justin Herbert. I don't think Dak Prescott is really that good of a quarterback at this point against solid teams. Now, the Chargers defensively like to shoot themselves in the foot, but maybe the Chargers can do enough offensively because Dallas, you know, I mean, they got shut up against 49ers. I know their defense is great, but against good competition, they faltered. So I think the Chargers can move the ball. It's just a matter of, again, can they get out of their own way? So I may use the Chargers. If you want more security, tease them up because they're in a good spot from plus two and a half up to plus eight and a half. Danny, last thought here. I don't have the line in front of me, but uh, Nebraska versus the bye. Who are you taking? (laughs) 
I, I, I got to go with Nebraska, right? And I say I'm going with the Huskers because you got to think, or at least you got to hope, they can't fumble on their bye week. So that's why I'm going <laughs> with Nebraska. guys. Danny Burke, uh, <laughs> burksbeat.com. Give that a check. And uh, follow Danny on Twitter at DannyBurke5. Pride of Chicago, thanks for jumping in with us today. Good to chat, bud. Yeah, you got it, fellas. Thank you, as always. Enjoy your weekend. All right, there he is, Danny Burke. Got to love uh, hearing his thoughts, some good NFL thoughts. If I had a grand to burn, I think 10.5 is too much. I don't like how Kansas City has been playing. I don't disagree with how bad your donkey D has been. I don't like when you, how you said no, that. I, yeah, I didn't like how you said that at all. Denver defense. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. Oh, what a way to end the show. I'm sorry. <laughs> Forgive me. Um, Sometimes the sophomore humor has to come out. That's, so. that's fine. Well, well played, sir. Well played. My point is this. First time I've ever heard that. <laughs> if I, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, my point is, is if I just had some money I could set on fire, I'd go down to 77 right now and just put put a G on Denver to cover. Well, it's uh, not saying do it. I'm saying I would if I could. If it wouldn't. If I wouldn't blink, I'd be evicted. Well, I think I already called that. I'm getting Denver ten and a half last night. Whenever we were talking about this in the show. Oh, you steak and a beer. So you're okay, fine. I'll, I'll ride with it. I mean, you owe me half a cow anyway. Real quick, buckle up, hands on the wheel, eyes and mind, straight ahead. The driver has one job. That's to drive a message from the Nebraska Department of Highway Safety Office. Talk to you tomorrow at four with Hale Varsity. Thanks for tuning in.